0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Super Scoreboard live from Ibrox ahead of Rangers Europa League qualifier against Progress at Niederkorn. Steven Gerrard wants his players to show killer instinct to stop history repeating itself. Lee Griffiths was close to tears after his first competitive goal since November. And we hear from Celtic's latest signing, Hatem Ebt El Hamid. I'm Alison Conroy and joining me here at Ibrox is Derek Johnson. Good evening to you, Good Alison. evening. A lovely evening. Oh, what it's you, absolutely beautiful. You're looking Sitting forward here in my to string vest. <laughs> There's an image for all the listeners. Yeah, very much so. I think we can all remember two seasons ago. It was a, an embarrassment in the end, you have to say that. But uh, Rangers were the better team over the two legs. But this game is all about putting the ball in the back of the net. Rangers couldn't do it. They hit the bar, they hit the post. They did everything but score. And Progress scored the two goals over there that got them through. So they'll be out tonight to show that uh, this Rangers side is far better than the one two seasons ago. We're looking at the moment, pitch looking wonderful in the sunshine. Alfredo Morelos and Jordan Jones out there having a, a little look around. They have, and uh, I certainly expect Morelos to play. Uh, I think uh, Jim, I don't see Jermaine Defoe playing up front. I don't see Rangers playing two men up front. Mm. Listen, they may well do, but I'm just I'm just thinking that how the manager's going to be thinking about this. He'll pack his midfield and get them going forward. I think Morelos plays better, I think when he's up on his own. So the two of them that are out there in the park, him and Jordan Jones are out there. The whole team were out about 15 minutes ago walking around the park. They now, they've had a lot of work done in, in the insides, right beside the dressing rooms. And uh, there's, there's kitchens there and there's, there's the, that's the leisure part of it now. So they don't have to go to hotels now for a home game and have food and then get a mm-hmm. bus here. They come straight here. And uh, so they were, they were just getting up after them all sitting on the couches. And the manager has told them, we got up and have a wee walk around the pitch. Just trying to sample the atmosphere. I have to say, when I came in, the pitch looked very dry, Alison, but the, the sprinklers have on, been yeah. on for the last 10, 15 minutes, so the, the pitch looks absolutely in magnificent shape. We do have one Scottish team in Europa League action at the moment. Aberdeen are away to Shakura. Um, they've played about 18 minutes. Still goalless, DJ. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's an away game. Aberdeen will be delighted. If they can keep it at that comeback with a 0-0 or even a, a one-goal victory, I think they'll be delighted. You know, nowadays there's no such a thing as an easy game away from home, no matter how you play. If you play the way you can and everybody is 100% up for the game and, and they go out there and their attitude's, you know, spot on, then there's only one winner and that'll be Aberdeen. And I expect them to get a good result there to take back to Petardia next week. Obviously Rangers at home first, Celtic were at home first last night in mm-hmm. their qualifier, Aberdeen away. I think uh, the preference usually is that they're away first then they know what yeah. they have to do in that second but, but the game's changed now I think when you go away from home you, you, you either want a goalless draw or you want at least to score an away goal that's so important these days I think Rangers here this evening are in good form I mean, they're, they're scoring goals it's OK, there's friendly games that they've played and they certainly scored 10 goals in the last European tie so up front there's not a problem I don't see progress coming here and playing three up front and having a go I think they'll play one up and just try and pack the defence and, and stop Rangers scoring but I think the way Rangers are playing just now you know the wide men getting forward the, the midfield men running beyond 
strikers to get goals. I, I think there are goals in this Rangers side tonight, and, and if they're up for it, and there's no reason why they shouldn't be up for it, these Rangers players there tonight, because there's so many in the squad nowadays. If, if, if you do, if you have a bad game, you may well find yourself yeah. on the sidelines. You know, there's plenty of other players desperate to get a game. You can give us a call tonight, 0141-951-1025, or get us on Twitter, of course, at Clyde SSB. Now, remember, the Celtic SC Festival is taking place at the SEC this Friday, Saturday and Sunday, set to turn Glasgow green and white. The first-team squad will be there all weekend for picture opportunities, and you can also get selfies with the treble trophies and the iconic European Cup. And if all that wasn't enough, there'll also be loads of great challenges to try, including the crossbar, free kick, penalty and top bin challenges. For your chance to be there, all you need to do is come on Clyde One's Super Scoreboard this evening and we'll put your name into the hat and draw the winner at the end of the show. To find out more about the Celtic SC Festival, log on to www.celticfcfestival.com. Plenty more on the game tonight at Ibrox later on, but I want to look back to last night, first of all. Neil Lennon is delighted Celtic have the luxury of a five-goal lead going into the second leg of their Champions League qualifier. The ease passed Nomi Calu last night and the manager was also delighted to see Lee Griffiths back on the score sheet. It's a clean sheet, it's uh, five goals, it puts a real marker down and we're still obviously a work in progress. It's a nice luxury to have and obviously we can look at the squad maybe as well. I don't want to overdo it but um, you know that's obviously in the back of our minds as well. Delighted for him, he, he does what he does best. You know you always think there's an air of anticipation when he lines up a free kick because he's got that range and you expect something to happen. I was disappointed with his first one, but he's one made up for it with the second one. And to be fair, the reception he's got from the players since he's come back and the supporters and the club, it makes me very happy, it makes me very proud. And I think he's he's got a huge lift from all of that. Now he needs to keep a level. He's still got a bit of work to do you know, his conditioning, as you can see. But um, that'll do him. His confidence and everything the world gives. You can see what it meant to him. Celtic started with two strikers last night with Odson Edward up top front with Griffiths and Lennon says he would do it again. It's not always, it's horses for courses sometimes. You know, we felt we'd have a lot of the ball and we'd create a lot of chances and it's good to have two goal scorers in the team. You know, we have one on the bench when, you know, if you create the opportunities, get them, get them in the mix and obviously you tweak the formation a little bit but it's a formation the players are, are comfortable with. And even though he didn't score tonight, I thought Edward was outstanding in all aspects of his game tonight. So delighted with him as well. In the end, DJ, last night for Celtic was comfortable. The first 20 minutes or so took a bit yeah. of time to settle. Then they were very comfortable after that. And, and as Neil Lennon says, to have the luxury of taking that five-goal lead yeah. into the second leg, that's exactly what you want. Well, the, the so-called smaller teams, you know, when they come to Glasgow or anywhere, you know, when you're away from home, you're always trying to keep the score down. They'll get, they'll get plenty of men back behind the ball, trying to deny them chances. You know, as you say, for 20 minutes, they've worked hard. Even though Celtic had the majority of the ball, they denied them space. But I think once Celtic scored the first goal, the confidence was there. And in the end, you know, it was a cakewalk in the end. And they've killed the game in the first leg. That's why Neil's saying you know, you'll have a look at the squad for the second leg. Mm. I mean, he's got a big squad as well. He's and, right and, to rest players. He'll be able to change, back, absolutely. Yeah. And he'll change because he wants to see players, you know, in, in an environment where it means something. You know, you can play friendlies all you like, but you have to play games where it means something. So I can see changes, you know, next week in the second leg away there. Rangers will be hoping for something similar tonight. You know, try and kill the game here tonight. That's so important. We'll hear from Lee Griffiths in just a minute. He got back to, to scoring last night. Another player really impressed was Ryan Christie. He got a double. Well, he's a smashing player. You know, he, he's, he's 
two visits up at Aberdeen. He, you know, he was a star up there, and I think that was the best thing that Celtic did with him. Let him go out on loan. Yeah. You know, he, he probably wouldn't have played every game. You know, it's, it was Celtic's first team. If he was down here, he, he would have got maybe 10 or 12 games. But he's a lad that needs to play every week. He's keen. He's hungry. And he went there and did a real turn for himself. And it's now he's saying to himself, he's obviously spoken to the manager, saying, I'm ready. I don't want any more you know, loan agreements. I want to be here and try my luck at Celtic and have a go. And the last couple of seasons, you know, he's been outstanding. And uh, he's, just, he's just got a nose for a goal. It's as simple as that. He's, he's not the strongest player you've ever seen in the world, but he's great at finding space for himself. And that little half chance, he seems to take a lot of them, doesn't he? So yeah. it was no surprise for me when he got a couple of goals last night. Well, Lee Griffiths says he was on the verge of tears as he marked his competitive comeback for Celtic with a goal. His free kick in last night's 5-0 win over Nomi Kalyu was his first goal since November after he was forced to take a break from the game. Aye, uh, what's can I actually describe how... how Good a feeling that was when the ball hit the back of the net. You know, I had a great feeling as soon as it left my foot, as soon as it was over the wall. Um, and Benny, Benny said from behind, you just, you just ran away, you knew it was in. You know, so much hard work's been put in, not just by me, but, you know, the, the backroom staff at the, at the club, everybody connected with myself. They've worked so hard with me to get me back on the pitch. And, you know, I can't, I can't score goals without my teammates, so, you know, the biggest thank you goes to them, really. You know, my kids were watching back home, um, you know, friends and stuff in there. In the stand watching me, and yeah, you know, I was I was just delighted to hit the back of the net. You know, I was close to crying. I'm not going to lie, um, but you know, I just you know had to refocus and just see the half out, make sure we didn't do anything stupid, and you know, get in where I command and lead. So that's up with the England moments, if I'm honest, uh, right at the very top. Up there with the, those two England free kicks from yeah, Griffiths. Very much so. And, you know, delighted to see him back. You know, I always like to see you know footballers that do have problems and take a break from the game. I think it's always great that, that you know they've managed to sort themselves out and come back, you know, and do what they do best. And, and for, for Lee Griffiths, it's putting the ball in the back of the net. So delighted to see him back. Absolutely, that's a big night for him. He said himself, he, you know, he's had to work so hard, but everyone has worked hard with him to get yeah. to this point. And you saw exactly what it meant to him last night yeah. when he hit the back of the net. Well, he can't do it on your own. You know, it's not all about Lee Griffiths. You know, he needs his teammates to be there with him. You know, to set him up for chances and everything else. And there's no doubt that every one of the Celtic players backed him and they all ran to him when he scored the goal, and rightly so, because that's him saying to him, you're back, wee man, and that's it, doing what he does best is score goals. Yeah, yeah, nice to see him back. 25 minutes played in Aberdeen's Europa League qualifier, still nil-nil with Chikura in Georgia. So, so far, so good, DJ, for them. Absolutely. It's the same. I mean, Aberdeen are a solid side. They're not going to go there and play 4-3-3 and have a real go and maybe lose something at the back. If they can get, if Derek can come back with a nil-nil draw, he'll be absolutely delighted. And, uh, you know, it, it's one of these things. It, it depends on how, how the home team are looking to the game. Are they looking to try and get a win? Are they throwing men forward? Or are they just sitting back and they may be quite happy with a nil-nil? Because then they can go to Aberdeen. And if they score, Aberdeen have got to score too. So it's one of these situations where uh, Aberdeen have just got to have, have they get any chances. And with the players that they've got, certainly in midfield and up front, you know, the Lewis Ferguson's of this world, he seems to get forward mm-hmm. an awful lot and scores vital goals. And maybe depending on him getting forward and maybe sneak that goal that can take back to Pretoria next week. Absolutely. I just want to go back to, to Lee Griffiths and we heard from Neil Lennon as well. Neil Lennon saying, great, brilliant, you've scored this goal, but he wants to keep him grounded. He still needs that little bit of work. Obviously, he was subbed during the game. Well, if you listen, if you're out for as long as he was, you're not going to come back. It doesn't matter how much training you do. You know, you, you've got to get the, the match sharpness. And it's all right playing little friendly games where it doesn't mean an awful lot. You've got to play in real games. And that was a real game for him last night. 
you know, decent crowd at Celtic Park. All willing him on, you have to say. Mm-hmm. And he, d- he did the thing that, that pleased him most. And I think he got the biggest cheer of the night, you know, where he scored from the free kick. So, yeah, he, he knows he's still a fair bit of work to do. He's not a first-team choice yet, I wouldn't imagine. I think Neil's done well putting him in there, but he played two up front, which yeah. is something that Neil doesn't do an awful lot. As he said, Edward, he thought, had, had a fantastic game and helped him a lot. But he's a bit of work to do yet. He'll probably not get 90 minutes out of him for another two or three games, but he's back now and he's shown the Celtic fans that he can score goals. So, you know, look for him if he's not starting, certainly coming on in games in the next few weeks. Absolutely. You can give us a call tonight on 0141 951 I want to go onto the phones now and Pat in Govan Hill has given us a call. Good evening, Pat. Uh, good evening, everybody. Hi, Derek. Hi, Pat. Hi, Pat. And, uh... I've got two points. My first point's about Europe and a small point about league last night's game. Yes, sir. Uh, the Europe one, I was amazed during the week there. I was listening to the next draw in Europe. Mm-hmm. But Celtic were seeded. Rangers qualified for the sections last season. And the next round against small teams, Rangers weren't seeded. But I was looking up then, Ajax, who could easily win the Champions League. Yeah. I've got to play a qualifier to get into this year's Champions League. Yeah. That, that's why I was wrong hearted when Kilmarnock were not there the other night. I want four teams to go through all the way. And I think it's about time the SFA, the Dutch FA, another FA's got together and said, wait a minute, this is unjust. Yeah. And uh, I want your opinion on that. I think that's what they're trying to do. You know, because certainly the, the, the Dutch contingent as well, they really. I think we should be embarrassed. I mean, Ajax were fantastic. Most people thought they might have gone on and won it last year. They were so good. How on earth can the following season, you know, you have to make them play four qualified? It doesn't. It doesn't make sense. You're absolutely right. But listen, listen. It's all about the points you get when when your country, you know, are in Europe. How many teams are going to get through? You get more points, and that's why we're languishing as well. We have to do that because we don't have enough points. Too many of our sides, certainly in the Europa League. And, and I mean, Celtic have been uh, in, in, the, in the big one, you know, for the last yeah. you know several years. And at the, the end of the day, our teams are not winning enough games, so we can get up there. And the, and the quicker we can get further on in the Europa, uh, it's up to Aberdeen and Rangers now to do that, you know, to get to the qualifying stages, you know, to get more points and, and get above some of these countries. And then what might happen? You might only have to play two of these qualifying games. But you're right for the likes of Ajax and teams like that. It's absolutely ridiculous. But they're going to have to have a right good look at it. And if more European clubs, you know, complain about it and, and go to UEFA, then something may well get done about it. We'll need to wait and see. Yeah, and as you know, Derek, it'll never happen in Glasgow. I know that, but. Uh... This thing, they do. a lot of fans don't realise if Celtic or Rangers qualify, or both, remember one season they both qualify, yeah. that's money for every other Scottish team. Absolutely. So, yeah. uh, my, my small point about last night's game, yeah. at nil now, I was saying to myself, wait a minute, that team always went 1 0 in front, believe it or not. Yeah, they had so a chance, yeah. They had a good chance. I said, oh my goodness, we lost a way goal with the first <laughs> half. But anyway, it worked out well. My point is, uh, Fair play, uh, play Lee Griffiths, and his advice is right about his health attitude. I know for a fact, if you don't tell people close to your MD, that's when you suffer. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. We, we've, heard, we've heard that so often, Pat, and you're 100% correct. Oh, you know, you, you've, you've, got, you've, you've got to talk to people. And, that, and that's exactly what he did eventually. And, 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 it's, and it's saved his football career, to be honest. He's back playing again now. I would suggest to anybody that's listening tonight, if, if you're in that situation, Go and talk to somebody. 
how many people do you think Lee Griffiths will have helped by actually speaking about it? I think it's fantastic, you know, that he's done that. Somebody with, with the quality of himself who's gone through that and he's been out of the game for six months or mm. for how long it is. And eventually he's come back. So he's shown an awful lot of people that it can be done. And when somebody's such a high profile as Lee comes out and, and saying to people, you know, listen, I had to go and talk to somebody eventually to get help. He's got help and he's back again. So I think if there are people out there, that's, that's the one thing we would all say to them. Yeah. Go and talk to somebody. It's nice to talk. Yes. Pat, delighted to see him back on the score sheet last night. Sorry? Are you delighted to see him back scoring oh, last yeah, night? Yeah, yeah. Uh, a benefit for Scotland as well because after what the big man done the last night, and I was uh, big Stephen Fletcher. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't play for Scotland. The same weekend he's playing for his club. If you know what I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, that baffled me. He pulled out the Scotland squad. I don't know if it's his, his manager, team manager, done it. Yeah, I think, I think it was more to do with the club. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so Lee Griffiths, welcome back. Well, listen, Scotland needs people that can score goals. It's as simple as that. You know, we've not got the greatest squad in the world. So if we do create a chance, we're needing somebody there that's going to stick them away. And an on-form Lee Griffiths certainly could be that man, yeah. This is Clyde One at Super Scoreboard. We'll hear from Stephen Gerrard after the travel with Amber. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Great results for Scottish accident and injury victims for 40 years. Derek Johnson here with me, Alison Conroy at Ibrox tonight ahead of Rangers Europa League qualifier against Progress Nadercore. Remember, you can give us a call 0141951 Well, Stephen Gerrard says his players need to show a killer instinct tonight to avoid a repeat of two years ago. He admits he hasn't watched the games back from the previous meeting, but says they won't rest on their laurels if they take the leads. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't at the, the, the two games in terms of the, the 90 minutes and I haven't watched the games back. I've seen the highlights and, and read the headlines around it. But I think that, that's the case all the time in, in Europe when you're playing over two legs. If, if you smell blood and have the opportunity to kill a team off, you have to do that as quick as you can. Um, but that's not just in this case. This goes for any game of football we play, whether it be domestically or in Europe, if you get the chance, you know, we, we paid the price last week in a friendly against Blackburn for, for not being ruthless in front of goal and, and taking our opportunities. And, you know, the, the, the quality we come up against throughout the season, players will hurt you. So the message is if we uh, are in a position where we get ourselves in front, I don't want to see any players come off the gas. Yeah, they can't rest on the laurels. No. You know, every team knows that. You go ahead, it's not job done. No, it certainly isn't. And with the squad that Rangers have, there's plenty of players that won't even be on the bench tonight that will be hopeful you know, to get in the side. So if players are not going to do it in games like this, then they'll probably find themselves out of the team. That's how important it is for these players tonight. And I think it's Europe. I think most of the players enjoyed themselves last year. And they'll want to do that again. So they've got a tie here. They've heard all the stories about progress two seasons ago. That they don't want to end up in the same situation where they were slaughtered, not only by their own fans, but by the media as well. So they'll want to be very professional tonight. And it's all about, we keep saying it, it's all about attitude. If the Rangers go out tonight with the right attitude, and there's no reason why they shouldn't, then they could get the same score as Celtic. They could get three, four or five, as many as they want. And the Rangers team has been 
announced for tonight's game. It will be McGregor in goal. Then it'll be Tavernier, Goldson, Edmondson, Halliday, Davis, Aribo, Jack, Arfield, Ojo and Morelos. So a couple of changes from last Yeah, week. it doesn't surprise me. Morelos, we suggested that at the top of the programme, we would play up there uh, on his own. I think Stephen Davis has been outstanding so far in all the games he's played. He's been dictating play in midfield. I think Ojo is, is, is looks a really, really good signing for him as well, getting forward great pace and he's a good finisher Arfield had a, a busy, busy summer you have to say with Canada didn't have an awful lot of rest you have to say in the summer but he's come back and he's looked really good getting himself forward you know, and, and looking the part again mm-hmm. we certainly looked solid at the back but again it's going to be interesting, they've now got four centre halves and it's what the best two are of that, tonight uh, Edmondson looks the part, I think he's looked really good in the air and uh, if there is one problem we progress tonight, they've got a, a big striker, so they need somebody who's going to attack that ball. That's why he's there. And I think Golson's had a great start, you know, to the season so far. So it looks a pretty solid side to me. I mean, I, mean, I think Tavernier will, will be on his bike up, up down the right-hand side with balls into the box. And I think that they do look pretty solid, but they can't get lackadaisical again. I think the manager's right. When they scored against Blackburn, the foot came off the pedal. You cannot do that no matter what team you're playing. So I would imagine Rangers will be well, well up for this game tonight. Just to recap that, starting 11, McGregor, Tavernier, Goldson, Edmondson, Halliday, Davis, Aribo, Jack, Arfield, Ojo and Morelos. Your bench for Rangers, Fodringham, Barisic, Katic, Kamara, Stewart, Jones and Defoe. Rangers fans, give us a call on 01419511025 and let us know what you think about that team that Stephen Gerrard has picked for tonight. You've just got to look at the bench as well. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the power that's there on that bench that he can bring on, he, he didn't really have that last year, but... He's certainly got it this season, and if it's not happening, he'll not be frightened you know, to, to whip off a couple of players if it's not happening and, and throw another two on. Let's go back onto the phones, and it's Derek in Canvas Lang who's given us a call. Good evening, Derek. Good evening, Alison, and good evening, DJ. Hello. Hi, Derek. Hi, and I just, I, I'm obviously from Canvas Lang, but I'm just on my way back from Lard's with my Sunday evening. Making <laughs> <laughs> the most of the sunshine. Absolutely. Right. My point, I suppose, it was just after watching the Celtic game last night, was just mm-hmm. how impressed I was with even the youngsters. Um, and the Celtic team, just looking if they could keep a hold of people like McGregor. I know I still consider even Forrest as being young, but McGregor, Christie, Morgan, Johnson, even Henderson, these guys, it just it, it makes the Scotland future look a lot brighter. With a mm-hmm. lot young, a lot young, younger players getting an opportunity mm-hmm. to play in a team like Celtic and especially the kick-off of the season when they are buying players but it does look as if they're still Neil Lennon's looked to progress some of the youngsters in the squad yeah which is always a good thing. I think you're right as, as far as Scotland are concerned. But Neil Lennon will be thinking as far as Celtic are concerned. That's all he's worrying about. And you're right. The one thing about Neil is he's prepared to give youth a chance. He sees them every day, remember. The fans don't see these players. And he's watching them in training. And they're, they're, playing, they're training with these first-team players. And if they're showing up there, then he'll have no hesitation in putting them in. That's for sure. He's proved that with, with, with the lad Johnson as well, who's looked to treat, scored a, a good goal in the last round as well. And Neil, Neil's like that. If he thinks the kids are good enough to play in that first team, it doesn't matter how old you are. If you're good enough and you're pro- producing and training and you're looking good, then he will give you a chance. It's up to these kids to, t- to grab it with both hands. And it's definitely a teacher. I think the rest of you continuously convinced these guys don't leave in the team. But if we ever look at what happened in, in England, there's obviously a commentator who's still got the biggest red face in the world when they told Alex, Alex Ferguson 
that you don't win anything oh, with youngsters in the team. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Alan Hansen. Poor Alan Hansen. Aye. I was I was only mentioning Craig Gillespie's name. Never made Alan Hansen. But I can for me, it just looks such positivity for the future. And I think Neil Lennon needs to be given a bit of credit, even for taking over and obviously coming in and, and actually pushing these youngsters in. It really does a lot for his credentials to to show that he can manage a young squad and, and show that they can progress. I've been very surprised actually by, I'm not saying all the Celtic fans, there's a small percentage that when he got the job weren't happy, you know, and, and I couldn't believe it, he's a man that's been there, seen it and done it, you know, and, and he's a Celtic man through and through and it surprised me that, that, that a few Celtic fans were against him getting it, but listen, the only way he's going to get them on his side is by going out there and winning games. And he's certainly doing that so far. And if it is with the kids, then great. If it's bringing in other players who are going to be better than what he's got, then that's what he's got to do as well. But got to win games. I mean, people will say, yeah, but you've got to play lovely football as well. Listen, nowadays, win the game first. And if you play well, what a huge bonus that is. Oh, definitely. And I would just like to say good luck to um, Aberdeen tonight. Jakiri, Shakiri, the hats don't lie. They definitely need to win that. And good luck to Rangers as well. Get that coefficient up Scotland. Well need it. Well done. Well said, sir. Thank you very much. Well, I can say it's bad news for Aberdeen at the moment. Oh, they're not they're lost a goal. To go. oh, trust you to come in and say that at the wrong minute. I know, I'm sorry. So Aberdeen are one goal down away to Shakira in their champions, eh, sorry, their Europa League qualifier. DJ, I'm looking at the pitch. Progress that's that's out there. See that thing out yeah. there with all the white the, on it. That's the progress a pitch, corn players have come out. How many people are on that pitch? Yeah, but listen, nowadays, it, it's not just players. There's it, about 30 it, folk coaches, on that pitch. Oh, I mean, there's backroom staff and everybody Absolutely, there. Absolutely, but they're all out with but, their but, phones out well, taking that's a what, few that's pictures. What, that's what I love, and they're taking pictures. And I mean, they, they were training last night here, and they were taking a lot of pictures. They're doing exactly the same again. But listen, this is a big night for them as well. I think a lot of these players would have been here when Rangers won by the odd goal, mm -hmm. you know, the last time the two teams played. So they've been here, nothing's going to be a surprise to them. They know there's going to be probably mid-40s, 43, 44, 45,000 people here tonight. Mm -hmm. There'll be a good atmosphere and they're just getting used to it as, as the sprinklers go on and soak them. <laughs> Stephen Gerrard said that, you know, Rangers need to have the killer instinct to avoid history repeating itself. But if you flip that to progress, Nidacorn, how much confidence do they come yeah. Well, well, well they got a lot of confidence. Maybe they didn't from the, the first leg because, you know, they were very rarely yeah. in it. Rangers had the majority of the ball, the majority of the chances. They just couldn't put the ball in the back of the net. And that's what you have to do in these games. So a lot of them realised, listen, we're only beaten by the odd goal here the last time. So that'll give them confidence. Mm -hmm. Of course it will. But they're playing a side, a Rangers side that are on form, that are scoring goals. It'll be a different Rangers side that'll face them tonight. Yeah, Rangers are going into this in, in great form when you look at the, their pre-season and, and the last round against St. Joseph's. Yeah, they're looking solid now. You know, I think they, they were the top scorers in Scotland last season, weren't they? But mm -hmm. it was at the back where they were losing silly goals. They look to be pretty solid there at this moment in time with the holding player just just in front of the back four helping them out so yeah I think Rangers are looking a lot stronger and from midfield going forward they've got players that are getting themselves in the box and haven't you know haven't shot something that wasn't happening last year and the, and they're getting goals from that so yeah I think this will be this is a different Rangers side that progress are going to play tonight of course Rangers qualified for the Europa League group stages last season do you see Rangers as being a lot stronger going into this campaign <sighs> Only time will tell, Alison. It's so easy to say, yes, they've signed this and signed that. They've brought an eight and they've, they've, I think 14 have left. You know, it's, it's been a massive turnover again. But the only way you're going to know that is when games are played. 
because you know players that are coming in there's players that haven't played in Europe before are in this Rangers side you know, and, and even on the bench. So we don't know who it's going to. You would like to think they're a, they're a stronger side, but they've got to prove it. Talk's very, very cheap. We're going to do this, we're going to do that. No, you're not. You've got to go out there and prove that you can do it. You've got to have the right attitude to do that. And when chances come along, you get to bury them. Just like the, the team from the East End did last night. You know, they started slowly because the team was, was had everybody back behind the ball and made it hard for them. But once you get that first goal, that's got to keep you going. And that's what Rangers have got to do tonight. And that's what the manager said. Like Blackburn Rovers, you score a goal and all of a sudden the foot came off the pedal. You cannot do that to teams. You've got to bury them, get the second goal, the third goal, the fourth goal. That's what the manager will be expecting here tonight. Interestingly, Stephen Gerrard said as well that he kind of knows that progress needed corn is part of the reason that he is now the Rangers manager. <laughs> Yeah, well, Pedro Cachin, we all remember after the game when he was hiding in the bushes from everyone, wasn't he? You know, and and that, that, was, that led to his downfall, basically. You know, Rangers, yeah. it was, Rangers were humiliated that day. I mean, that's the only thing I can say with that. We never, nobody expected them you know, to be beaten there. But they were. And that's what can happen you know, when it's, luck's not on your side. I mean, I remember in the, still remember the game, Rangers hit the bar three or four times. You know, it was just one of these nights where the ball didn't go into the back of the net. I mean, they had a couple of chances and took them. So fair play to them. They won the game. But Rangers know they should have got through. And they'll know that tonight. They'll, they're big, big favourites to get through here tonight. But you're only favourites if you go out there with the right attitude and score the goals that you deserve mm -hmm. to score. Absolutely. Rangers and Steven Gerrard want to qualify for the Europa League group stages. They want to do what they did last season. Where is Steven Gerrard's focus for this season? What is his main aim when you look at what he did and what he achieved last season? It's a good question, Alison. A lot of people I speak to say, well, I don't care about Europe. I've got to win this league. When you play for this club, every competition you go in for, you're expected to win it by these Rangers mm -hmm. fans. And that's the way it should be. That's the way it has been for a hundred and odd years. When, when I was here with Jock Wallace, he said, I don't care if it's if it's a reserve. You, you want to win every single thing we'll play for. That's what this club is all about. That's why they've won more cups than any, any other team in the world. You know, they hold that record. So it's not a case of, well, if we go to Europe, well, we'll concentrate on this. No, you concentrate. This is the game. This is the European game. You concentrate on this. Let's try and go as far as we can with this. And as far as the league's concerned, that's the big one. It's, you know, the fans realise it. I think all the players realise it. The manager realises it. It's a very, very important year, you know, as far as the league's concerned. But you can only take that again. And it's all this cliche in the world, the one game at a time. And that's exactly what they've got to do. Tonight is all about Europe and trying to get themselves through. You know, with this with this home leg by scoring three, four, or five goals. If they do that, that takes care of itself next week. And then they concentrate on the the Kilmarnock game. That's going to be the big one. He has, of course, strengthened the team, but he's still looking to to get rid of players as well. Kyle Lafferty is well. When you, you look who's missing, you, yeah. know, you know, look the McCauley's, You know, Kent. We don't know what's going to happen with him. You know, and, and, and there's, there's, there's 14 of it, and that's not including some of the kids that they're, they're loaned out. Young mm -hmm. Palmer, who's the captain of the, the under-18s, has been loaned out. Kelly as well. But they've lost 14 players and they've brought in eight. So he's trying to cut it, but he still wants a few more out the door because he, he thinks, I need a squad of about 20, 21 players. He's maybe at 27, 28 just now, so you'll be hoping that maybe a couple of players want to go. But listen, if you're a player at this club and you're on good money and everything else and you're not getting that same money somewhere else, you're not going to go anywhere. You'd be quite happy sitting here. So that, that is the problem that, that Rangers have. But they certainly look a stronger squad. You know, on paper, they've got a stronger squad this season than they did last season. But only time will tell why that they're going to be better. It is half time for Aberdeen in Georgia against Jakura near Europa League qualifier. And they are that 
goal down. So just just that one goal. Are you all right? Attack the pigeons now. <laughs> it's usually seagulls that are attacking now. The pigeons are dive bombing us in the stand. Flapping about here at Ibrox. No, they're flapping about. <laughs> you were joining them. Yep, seagulls and pigeons here as well. But Aberdeen, that goal down in Georgia at the moment. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard, and we're back after the travel with Amber. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Compensation. They know the score. Talk to Thompson's.com. Derek Johnson here with me, Alison Conroy at Ibrox night until 7 o'clock. Rangers playing progress near corner, of course, in their Europa League qualifier. But an hour to kick off. I'll recap that team for you. It's McGregor, Tavernier, Goldson, Edmondson, Halliday, Davis, Aribo, Jack, Arfield, Ojo and Morelos. On the bench, Fodringham, Barisic, Katic, Kamara, Stewart, Jones and Defoe. Let's go back onto the phones and I've got Brian and Sterling. Good evening, Brian. Good evening, Alison. Good evening, Big Deke. How are you doing, son? I'm very well, sir. Very well. All right. Aye. Derek, I don't know if you got a chance to pop along to Celtic Park last night, but... Unfortunately, I was working last night. I didn't get the chance. Derek, I would have got you a ticket. I mean, it was, there wasn't many tickets, but if I had got you one. Anyway, what I'm, what I'm wanting to talk about is the, you know, a, a sparkling performance last night. I mean, mm-hmm. we're talking about a guy who... Rightly so, you know, um, after um, the, the last manager left and under a cloud he came in and he picked up the reins and steadied the ship and he won a treble at the end of the season. Although, you know, some will say, that, oh no, that was um, Brendan Rodgers' team that won the treble. No, it was, it was Neil Lennon's team that won the Scottish Cup final um, yeah. and he won the league. Um, it was Neil Lennon's team. But this is Neil Lennon's stamp just now. It's really exciting and it's really exciting for me to watch players that have went out on loan and he's drew them back in. I'm talking about Christie. Christie last year was, you know, I think it was a 75%. Christie's going, he looks like a player of the year at the beginning of the season just now. I'm not predicting that he's going to be a player of the year. What I'm saying is right now, he is a sparkle. He's really looking great. You've got big eye air last night. He came out of defence as though, and, and very... Virgil van Dijk is brushing players aside. His head's up. He's not afraid to take that with extra touch. I think under Brendan Rodgers, the tackles are on this team. And, and you've now got a release of, right, guys, go out there and express yourself and enjoy yourself. And Neil Lennon was that type of player. He wasn't the most technically amazing player, but yeah. he played a smile on his face and he, yeah. he put that brand of football back in. Now, last night for me... Young Lewis Morgan came on. That was a great signing for Celtic. Um, he's went down to Sunderland, come back with a bit of muscle. Christie, as I say, an absolute fantastic. Then you've got your usual. I mean, like to me, Scott Brown will be remain Superman for as long as he wants to play football. But these guys are Scottish players, and I was a wee bit kind of like upset a minute ago when you said, "Oh, he's worried about Celtic." Neil Lennon's doing a job and a Scottish manager will be absolutely delighted with Neil Lennon. I, mean, I, mean, I did say that. I did say that to you. I said, you know, it's all right talking about Scotland and these young Scotland players, but Neil, you know, he's contracted to Celtic. He's got to do his best there. And if he plays these kids and the kids do well, then automatically Steve Clark will be picking them. That's all I said. You know, I said his, his job is to look after Celtic Football Club, not Scotland. That'll look after itself if these players play well for his, for his club. 
Yeah, my point about the last the last night, Derek, was that Scotland needs an injection, but it doesn't need an injection from without. We've got it needs it from within. Scottish football needs to recognise that there is a good product here. Something is definitely happening. But, and I mean, I don't watch Rangers at all unless we're playing against them. Yeah. But they had a good, they had a good couple of games against us last year, and so they're they're lifting the game a wee bit. Aberdeen are, are lifting their game a wee bit. Hopefully yeah. they do a bit better tonight. We need to be promoting our game from within, Absolutely. not slaughtering it, comparing it to other leagues. Yeah. So for Celtic to take, which is a potential banana skin, it has been in previous seasons, even under Brendan Rodgers, to take a pre-season Champions League qualifier. Remember, we're still in pre-season training. We have not clicked. For them to put a performance like that together last night was absolutely fantastic for the fans. And the fans, really, you could see, I mean, I'm, I'm going to go out to the icing on the cake here, guys. Three Griffiths. Now, mm-hmm. all you guys, all you guys in the in the uh, media, have wished them well. I've got friends who are Rangers fans, that are other fans that say they'll never kick a ball in his life. See when he hit the ball at the back of the net last night, that was a massive fist in the air and saying that it's okay not to be okay, and you can come back from a definitely yes. that yeah. wee man, that wee man done something for all of us last night and said, hey. If you're down, you can get back up with the help of your yeah. boys and your teams around about you. Celtic, I'm going to say that they've looked after him so well. And once he gets back to speed and up to game time, match fit, he is going to be like a £20 million signing again. And thank you, Lee Griffiths. I hope you're listening. Thank you from all the fans. What do you think? No, well said. But listen, we've got a manager now who's been involved in Scottish football for the last couple of seasons. He knows every Scottish player at every Scottish club because he's been there. And that's the bonus for us. It's not somebody we've got from another country or somebody from down south that didn't know our game. But we're a Scotland manager that knows what these players are all about. And even in his, his first squad he picked, he had two or three new faces in because he felt they deserved to be in that squad. So that's what I'm saying about when you were talking about uh, Neil Lennon. Neil Lennon will look after Celtic first. I think the Scotland manager watches most of the Scotland games up here. He'll know exactly. If they're doing well, then there's no danger whatsoever. We don't have the greatest squad in the world. But if somebody's performing and doing well, then that man is not frightened to pick him for the national side. Celtic did make another new signing yesterday as well and he's been speaking today. Hatem Abdelhamid says he took advice from Nir Beaton and Biram Kayal before making the switch to Glasgow. He also says it was a great feeling to be introduced to the fans at Celtic Park last night. I think it, uh, it was an easy decision for me when my agent told me that uh, Celtic is interesting. I was so happy and uh, I did everything to come here and uh, I'm very, very happy and proud to be Celtic player now. Yeah, I spoke with the Nir and spoke with the Beram and they said very, very good words about the people here, about the club. It's like a family and uh, I can do a very good job here with my quality. And So I expect, really expecting my first training with the guys and first game to, to start. I know you got introduced to the, the crowd last night at the game. What was that experience like for you? To see all the fans, to see this amazing stadium, it was very, very exciting for me. Uh, I hopefully I can prove that I, I deserve to be part of Celtic. 
It remains to be seen what he can yeah. do, but it's another new player in for Celtic. Well, I have to admit, Alison, I'd never heard of the player, to be perfectly honest. But the great thing nowadays about, uh, about clubs, certainly in Scotland and in the old firm, the amount of scouts that they've got abroad now, because that's where you're getting some good players. Celtic have done it in the past. You know, they've brought in players for maybe a million pounds, and all of a sudden they're selling them for five, six, seven million. So they've got a good scouting system there. And uh, they were always looking for a full-back. So if this boy's as good as they think he is, then who knows what's going to happen. You're right, only time will tell whether he's going to fit in or not. Absolutely. Well, not long until the end of the show. Rapidly running out of time, DJ. Not long till kick-off here mm. either. What are you expecting? What are you predicting? Well, tonight? I'm expecting a good game. I expect Rangers to come out right from the first, the first whistle, you know, and get at this team as the, the, the goalkeepers come out from progress there. I expect the goalkeepers to be worked very hard and a few goals to get in the back of the net. I think uh, defensively, I don't think they'll be tested an awful lot because they don't see progress throwing men forward. So it'll be up to the Rangers midfield men, plenty of movement, quick movement. No use playing the ball in your own half when they've only got one man you know, there against you. They've got to get forward quickly, get the ball into the box and hit the ball in the back of the net and try and win, try and kill this game. You know, in a winner, maybe three, four, or five, nothing here this evening. And up until a couple hours ago, they sold about 42,000 tickets. 42,000, but it seemingly has been busy all morning. You know, they, they, so they, well, maybe 43, 44,000, we don't know, mm -hmm. but it's a good crowd. It's a beautiful night for football. Yeah, we'll exactly. Have to say that. Absolutely. Aberdeen still. 1-0 down in Georgia, second half. Just that wouldn't worry me, that wouldn't worry me. Even if it finished at one nothing. that wouldn't worry yeah. Derek McInnes. But there's no doubt Derek goes into these games, he'll be pushing, he'll be wanting a goal. He won't want to come back with a defeat. He'll be wanting to try and get mm -hmm. that away goal. So it wouldn't surprise me if Aberdeen got an equaliser. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. When you, you go away in Europe, these teams are a bit of a, an unknown as well. They're maybe into their season. If you come back yeah. with a draw, that's... You know, that's what you're looking for, I suppose, yeah, essentially. because everybody's happy playing at home. If you've, what you have to do when you go away from home in Europe is make sure you're in it in the second leg. You don't want to go away and get beat 3 nothing. Then the game's dead. You go there thinking about a score, and when you come back, you've got them in your front of your own crowd, 14, 15, 16,000 there at, at Pax Pataudry, and then it's a different game altogether. Fans are all fans of different teams, but in terms of Scottish football, we want everyone to qualify. We're still Absolutely. disappointed that Kilmarnock went out last week. Well, the, the caller said that earlier. Our coefficient is terrible. That's the reason we've got to play qualifiers yep. because we don't win enough games. Mm -hmm. So this year, it's up to Celtic, Aberdeen, and Rangers to go as far as they can and get as many points because we're not all we're not far behind the teams ahead of us. You know, we can, we can get two, the two teams into the into the sections of that and win a few games and that's going to give us plenty of points. We might go up three or four places, which means we won't have to play four games next season. Absolutely. Remember, you can keep up to date with everything that's happening here at Ibrox tonight as they play Progress at Niederkorn and their Europa League qualifier on Twitter at Clyde SSB and of course what happens to Aberdeen in Georgia as well remember the Celtic SC Festival taking place at the SEC this weekend set to turn Glasgow green and white plenty to do picture opportunities with the players selfies with the trophies you can all have also great challenges to try we're giving away a, a ticket a pair of tickets tonight on the show and the winner was Derek in Canvas Lang to find out oh. what's more <laughs> I thought it was me you were oh, going to give them there Alison Lang, oh, you're all right. I'm busy the weekend um, <laughs> to find out more you can go to CelticSCFestival.com that's about it for tonight I'm back tomorrow night with Gordon DL Stephen Mill is up next
Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Great results for Scottish accident and injury victims for 40 years.